Hello, Fuse Nation. My name is Alex Hughes. I am the host of Sports Fusion tonight, and we have a big show planned out for you. We are I am interviewing Peter Burns from ESPN. So, Mr. Burns, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, man. I, uh, you know, Sunday on Father's Day. What a what a crazy day in the world of sports, right? I yes, mean, it was. You know, you had uh, you know the U.S. Open coming down to kind of a weird finish, and then Game Seven of the NBA Finals living up to every single bit of the hype and excitement that you hoped it was going to be. So, uh, mm-hmm. listen, if you're not a sports fan after what we saw on uh, Sunday of this week, I'm not sure if you'll ever love sports. Yeah. <laughs> and there was also, you missed that one big event last night, was the Money in the Bank pay-per-view with WWE. So that's three big events. Man, you see, it is so, it's so funny how Twitter and everybody loves the Money in the Bank stuff, the, the WWE, and like, I never grew up, Alex, like really getting into it, but all of my friends say that they they, they just love it, and that's, that's, you're right, I mean, that was the big three. Uh, yeah. It was golf, it was NBA Finals, and, uh, and, and wrestling, believe mm-hmm. it or not, that's the new world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll plug it right now, I have a new podcast uh, talking about WWE uh, news every Tuesday night starting tomorrow, so uh, that's a big show coming up, so I'm excited to start that up, so. And a lot of people are. I mean, like, it's amazing how much wrestling has grown. You know, I mean, it was huge whenever I was a kid, I'm, and I'm 37 years old now, mm-hmm. but it was huge growing up, and then, you know, it kind of was always in the fringe, but it seems like over the last couple of years, it's really taken, probably over the last year, really, it's really yeah. kind of become one of these sports that everybody loves that have so many storylines and people just want to be entertained and I think that's what the wrestling is uh, bringing to the table right now so yeah the podcast is going to be a good addition to you yeah definitely thank you and uh, I think Sports Center has been really that one thing that helped WWE grow into something because it's really you know opened those few extra doors for you know the casual you know you know fans that don't know what WWE is is to follow along you know the coach has been doing that show every Tuesday night, you know, interviewing the WWE stars. I think that has really opened the doors for WWE. Yeah, I don't think there's a doubt. I mean, I think that, you know, when the, you know when ESPN kind of gets behind something or, to the, the other extent, doesn't cover anything. I know, yeah. I know that whenever NASCAR decided to go with other networks other than ESPN and, and the NHL did as well to get more money than ESPN was going to offer, I think that a lot of times that, you know, the casual fan automatically, you know, traditionally goes to ESPN for their sports and when you know, when they didn't see those games on ESPN, I think it hurt NASCAR and I think it I think it hurt the NHL and um, you know, now now we're seeing the sports that, that are taking off because of it and I think that's you know, one of the reasons why there were so many people, you know, intrigued with all the storylines of NBA game seven. Yep, definitely that happened on Sunday night. So uh, Peter, what what did you think of that game last night? You know, I, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where, you know, Game 7, you always hope that it, <laughs> that it lives up to the hype, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. we talk about it so much on whether or not, hey, is it going to be LeBron, you know, having the legacy coming back? Is it going to be Steph Curry, you know, finishing arguably mm-hmm. one of the greatest, um, you know, seasons in the history of all of sports? But, I mean, I don't think anybody anybody really thought that we were going to see what we saw. I mean, yeah. history showed that we had never seen a team come back from 3-1 in the NBA Finals, much less against a team that had won 70-some-odd games in the Golden State Warriors on the road. I mean, they had to win two out of three on the road, which is, you know, just nuts when you think about it. Um, but, I, and, I, and I'll ask you this, I mean, I, I think when it came down to it, 
I think that the United States of America, I think 95% of fans were pulling for LeBron James simply because they wanted to see not only him, but they wanted to see the Cle- the city of Cleveland finally win a, finally win a world championship. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. I think Cleveland, you know, what was it, the 53 years, I believe? Or what was, how many years has the it been drought. since? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think Cleveland last night, you know, I feel so, I'm so proud of all the people in Cleveland that stick with this team, you know, and it's finally, Cleveland finally won a championship, and it's great, you know, it really is. Yeah, it just gives everybody an opportunity. I mean, you know, we go back and look, and there's so many people that have ripped LeBron, but in the oh, yeah. day of social media, um, you know, I mean, like, LeBron has not lived a normal life. I mean, by the time he was 14, LeBron was the chosen one. He was going to be the next Jordan. And all he's done is win several different, you know, world championships mm-hmm. in, in basketball. He's become a, a iconic brand. And really, the only kind of black guy that he has was, was when they televised the decision. I mean, in yep. hindsight, um, he should have never done it. And... Even when, you know, you could tell he didn't even feel great about it. But, um, you know, that's unfortunate that, you know, if that's the worst thing that we can know, uh, you know, LeBron James for, uh, he'll end up being, uh, he'll be, end up being all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so do you think LeBron is going to come back to Cleveland next year? I think so. I, I think what happened is I think now LeBron um, gave that opportunity. And I think now he will always, the reason why I think he didn't want to be in Cleveland was because he didn't necessarily feel like they could win an that they could win a title there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that now that he can, that it was proven that he can. Um, I mean, listen for LeBron James, the the money, believe it or not, is not going to be the difference mm-hmm. maker. Like all the teams are going to be able to pay him roughly the same amount of of money to play in the NBA. Plus, his shoe deals and his endorsement deals are going to follow him wherever he goes. Yeah. He's such an iconic guy. So, for him, whether or not the money is not the issue, the question is, can he win a championship there? And he just proved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he proved that he can win a championship in Cleveland. And I think more importantly, I think he knew it was something bigger than basketball. What he brought to the city of Cleveland was not just, hey, I can play ball, but I brought you know, I brought passion. I brought these fans, uh, you know, that in their suffering mm-hmm. uh, that has been happening for so many years in Cleveland and Cleveland sports that I think that now he becomes, you know, just the iconic figure of, hey, we can be a small town, we can come together, we can right our wrongs, and, and, and we can end up on top. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, let's, I'll ask you this. If LeBron and the Cleveland didn't win last night, do you think he would come back next year? Um... A good question. I think he still does. I, I think there was so much that LeBron learned from his decision mm-hmm. from um, you know going to Miami. I think that if he hadn't ever won a ring, you know that if he didn't have the success in Miami and he didn't win last night and he was still searching for one, I think maybe yeah he looks in a different direction. But the the fact that he has, he's been to the promised land. He's won it with a kind of a built team like the big three was in Miami and he's one with his own team in his hometown or his home city or his home state I, I think for him um, I, I think either way he becomes eternally linked with the Cleveland Cavaliers and I, I think that's great for the game of basketball mm-hmm. 
Okay, yep. And uh, I just want to give all the shout-outs that are watching us live on YouTube. Uh, 158 people watching us live right now. And uh, Mr. Burns, I want to ask you, you know, let's move on. And let's talk about your career. And I want to ask you, you know, how did you first get into this career working with ESPN? Yeah, my, mine's kind of a crazy story. I ended up, um, I worked in the gas and oil industry right out of college. So oh, wow. I used to travel a, a, a lot, and I would always listen to sports talk radio. And mm-hmm. There was a guy named Andrew Siciliano, who's on the NFL Network, and a guy named Tony Bruno who used to do sports mm-hmm. talk radio. And they used to have a morning show on Fox Sports Radio that I'd listen to. And one year, back in like 2002, they had a contest. Um, kind of like an American Idol for Sports Talk Radio. So, oh, wow. I mean, I just kind of, you know, put together a tape and sent it in and crossed my fingers, and sure enough, uh, they ended up picking me. Wow. I was living in San Antonio, Texas, and won it. So I uh, I flew out to Los Angeles, got to host the show for one day, and realized that this was, uh, I no longer want to work in the gas and oil industry. I wanted to try to, uh, you know, do sports talk and do, you know, television one day eventually down the road so mm-hmm. I quit my job and went to the local sports radio station in wow. San Antonio Ticket 760 and I said hey I'll, I'll take any job you have I don't care what it is just give me a job so they uh, they basically threw a phone book at me and gave me a little cubicle they said learn how to sell sports advertising and once you do that we might give you a show and um, six months later they finally gave me a little weekend show and it kind of took off from there that's awesome yeah so uh, what has been your favorite part of your career so far um I think one of my I mean one of the coolest things you know just happened a couple of years ago or a couple of months ago is that uh, Brent Musburger is you know one of the legends one of the icons Mm -hmm. of sports broadcasting and uh, I was working in the studio one day, and I, you know, I he was working one of the games, and he goes in the middle of the broadcast. He goes, "All right, now let's go throw it back to Peter Burns in the studio and see what's happening." And I mean, I, just for Brent Musburger to be able to do that was, uh, you know, to hear hear his name say my name, I thought was pretty mm-hmm. cool. And and then I got to the same thing with Dick Vitale, so I got to you know talk with basketball with Dick Vitale before one wow. of his shows. Uh, live on air and, and I think that's kind of the passing of the torch that we're really lucky to see is there's so many there's so many legends that continue to broadcast that when we get a chance to talk to them each and every day you, you always learn something from those guys mm-hmm. yeah so uh, if you could have you ever considered of doing like announcing for football games or basketball or baseball like play-by-play announcing man that's tough you know I, I have so much respect for the guys that, mm-hmm. that can do that because I mean it's hard enough I mean, there's different skill sets. You know, mm-hmm. you, you obviously, I think you're very good at, at, at doing radio with what, I, you know, and even with broadcasting YouTube right now with so many people watching. Like, Thank you. Thank you, you have one of those careers ahead of you. And and for me, I also, you know, I felt like hosting was better for mm-hmm. me than doing play-by-play just because it, it's, you, you have no idea how hard a job it is mm-hmm. to, to tell the story when, you know, sometimes millions of people are watching, mm-hmm. um, yeah. to never fumble your words, to have all your information, to paint the picture for those who, who don't get a chance. Um, and I, I've seen those guys do it, and I look at them in awe, because mm-hmm. I, as much as I think that I've learned, I'll never learn enough to do play-by-play, because those guys are just on a different different stratosphere mm-hmm. as far as talent. Okay. Okay. I want to say thank you, Mr. Burns, for coming on my show tonight and talking, you know, about the Cavs and you know, about your career. And I, you know, you are invited. I would love to have you back on soon. You know, thanks for doing this. 
Well, I did this, uh, I came up with this idea in 8th grade, and, uh, you know, I said, you know, I watched Michael K, the Michael K show, I'm a big Yankees fan, so I, you know, Michael K just got his show, so I decided to start yeah. my show, you know, something similar like this, and now I've been, you know, interviewing people, you know, I had the honor to have Jay Harris on, who was a sports center anchor on my show a few months ago, uh, Max Britos, um, you know, I, I had Ken Rosenthal on a few months ago, so. Well, good. So, what, what is your end goal? So, what, what, you know, if you, if we're talking, you know, ten years from now, and I'm interviewing you because you you become famous and you're the big star, what, what, what job is your ideal job in broadcasting? The New York Yankees radio announcer. That's what you want. Huh? That's you what want, I want. You want to call the, You want to call the Yankee game. I want to replace John Sterling. <laughs> no, no, I love John Sterling. You know, I would be honored to uh, replace John Sterling. I love John Sterling. I would never want to replace him, but I, you know, John Sterling, you know, him and Michael K, you know, like my idols in this career, you know, they're the people I look up to the most, so. Well, see, there you go. You have, you, you know, you're a lot farther ahead of the game than myself and a lot of other people in this industry. Because a Thank lot you, of us, yeah. you know, kind of thought we wanted to get into it but didn't really know what the goal was so mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes i don't even know what the goal is i just having a blast doing it but yeah, you've already got uh, you've already got half the battle done man i'm uh, i'm proud of you so anytime that i can help out uh, let me know we'll be more than happy to be a part of your show thank you i really do appreciate it all right alex have a good one man you too Okay, Fusation, I want to say thank you for tuning in tonight for this big show, and I want to say thanks again for Mr. Burns for coming on. Uh, go back, watch all my other episodes, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, you know, go back, watch all my other iTunes podcasts on iTunes also. Thanks for watching. I will see you tomorrow. Thanks.